welcome to the Biasat Podcast. I'm Alex Miller with Corporate Communications, and today we're talking with Evan Dixon, Vice President and Head of Residential for the Americas. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast today, Evan. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Alex. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking today during a, a very unusual time in the world when the coronavirus has forced millions of people to stay at home and practice social distancing as a means of slowing the infection. So, you know, this has had a great impact on internet service providers like Viasat. So I wanted to ask you about some of those effects and the ways in which we're addressing them. So, uh, you know, first, what are some of the changes we're seeing in how our residential customers are using their Viasat service? Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, this this has definitely been a very challenging an unsettling time for the whole country, but but absolutely for broadband providers because they've been hit with uh, with demand that has never been seen before. I know we're all using this word unprecedented, but this truly is an unprecedented situation for Viasat. Um, specifically, two things that we saw immediately. One is that uh, demand has spiked through the roof. Um, and and I, I say that not just in the United States, but we've seen it in other countries where we operate, um, where the demand for broadband um, of all types and satellite is, is, is one of many um, that people are, are, are seeking out like they've never sought out before. We've seen uh, here in the U.S. just an enormous spike in, in demand, and, and we've had many challenges in trying to meet that demand um, and making sure that we can uh, continue to bring on as many people as possible while not degrading the performance across the entire subscriber base. Um, so that's been the biggest one is that demand spike. I think the, the second one uh, has been just the usage spike. Um, like all like all ISPs, we see uh, peak usage in the evenings. Um, we call it a peak busy period, and it usually happens in that 7 to 9 p.m. range uh, where people get home from work, they get home from school, uh, they turn on Netflix, they flip open their, uh, their, their, their laptops, they grab their iPads, they game, um, and we see uh, a spike in usage in the evenings. Um, and that's something we've always planned for, and it lasts for a couple hours or so in the evenings. Um, since this COVID crisis began, um, that peak busy period um, went from a couple hours in the evening to essentially a 12-hour peak busy period lasting throughout the day into the night. That's been, that's been a great learning for us, um, but it's also been something that has led us to uh, have to step up and make sure that we can continue to provide a great experience for all the customers because we've never seen that sort of usage before. Right. Yeah, it's an enormous switch. So, uh, you know, given that big shift in, in usage and those usage patterns, what has Viset done with our network to, to meet that demand? Yeah, the biggest thing we've done is uh, is try to address the needs of our subscribers. Typically, uh, we see the most usage on our network being video streaming. Um, so that's just, just like most, most ISPs, we see about, you know, around 70% of usage being video. Um, and we try to make sure that we provide the best experience possible for that. Um, at times like this, when you have a lot of people that want to sign on at the same time, you have a lot of congestion, people, the usage is, uh, is the most we've ever seen in terms of the number of people trying to sign on uh, all throughout the day. We've had to make some trade-offs um, and we've tried to step up and do our part to make sure that people that need to work from home and school from home can do that. So the biggest change we made, we did this right up front, right when this, when state by state started going on lockdown and people started to work from home, uh, we took the proactive step of, 
of making sure that work from home and school from home applications uh, are getting full speed uh, 24 hours a day, regardless of, uh, of how much usage that particular subscriber uh, has used in that given month. We make sure they're full speed. So think of your work from home applications as being things like um, email um, being, or things like Zoom video, which has been in the news a lot lately with, uh, with the amount of growth that they've seen on their network so that people can talk either socially or for work. So we've made sure that those applications um, can work at full speed, uh, regardless of, uh, of, of, of congestion or where you are in, in, in your usage pattern. Um, additionally, in terms of schooling from home, I, you know, I don't know if you know, I, I have kids. My kids uh, are getting homework assignments uh, Every day from their teacher, uh, it usually comes in the form of video. They have to they have to download that video. They then upload videos back up to those applications, and uh, and and there are a lot of applications like that that many schools, universities are using right now. And we've tried to identify um, all of the major applications that are used for for educating kids at home, and we've made it so that those applications also will continue to get full speed. Um, 24 hours a day, regardless of where they are with the usage. Um, and so with that, when I talk about trade-offs, of course, we are prioritizing schooling from home, working from home applications ahead of uh, some of the more novel applications like like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. I mean, those are, so we, we do the best we can to make sure that people have an optimal experience with those and can still enjoy the watching uh, those applications throughout the day and the evening. Um, but in cases where there is congestion in the network, we are prioritizing those 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 essential uh, applications ahead of ones that are uh, that are more seen as um, as non essential. Right, and I think I understand. You know, one another example is like you know if someone's got a huge game, uh, new game download or something like that, it might get shifted to you know, a different time of the day when, when not as many people are on yes, or things that's, like that. That's exactly right. And we, and we've done, you know, we have a blog as you're well aware, and we do the best we can to educate our subscriber base on tips and tricks on how to get the most out of their broadband, especially during this time. And, and what you just mentioned is, is, is a good example of that, right? So if people can, uh, if people can think ahead of, uh, movies that they might want to watch that evening um, or games they might want to download the next day. If they can try to download those movies or download those games uh, during off-peak hours, so not uh, you know so early in the morning, maybe set it to happen in the middle of the night, things like that, then um, those people will see uh, you know much less impact um, from all the usage that's going over the network and, t- uh, and potential congestion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important for people to understand, you know, it is a shared network and it's like a highway and and the more cars that are on it, the the slower everybody goes. So maybe those game downloads are like the the, the 18 wheelers, you know, (laughs) you ask them to go, you know, go at a different time or or something like that. Absolutely. You know, everybody's having to pitch in and do their part on this side, private and public. And, you know, so uh, we're we're, we're doing the best we can to educate and give the tools to our, our subscribers to let them know how to do that. Right. You know, and speaking of, of educating our, our subscribers, one of the things, uh, you know, that we hear from our customers relates to the to data and how our plans are somewhat different than the ones you might see on a terrestrial network like cable or fiber or even DSL. And I was wondering if you can explain 
how satellites a little bit different and how we manage data and those usage yeah, limitations. Uh, so, so first off, I, I should mention that every one of our current plans that's currently marketed uh, and sold today is a is a unlimited plan. Um, and so, when I say that, um, they uh, there will be certain limitations in terms of if you pass a certain threshold of data you are subject to potentially being being slowed down if the network is congested. Uh, but regardless, you will get unlimited data. You will never have to pay for more data. You may just see a different speed on your broadband if you pass a certain inflection point in that data. Um, but we are not making people pay for more data if they buy a package that's, uh, that's out there on the market today. So that's an important distinction. Um, but to your point about uh, about limitations on satellite broadband versus others, I think it's it's, it's first worth noting that you know um, in the case of satellite broadband, when we send a satellite up in space, um, it has a finite amount of capacity on it, and we only have so much capacity to deliver to a certain number of subscribers, and we have trade-offs to make. We can deliver a lot of capacity to very few subscribers. We could deliver very little capacity to a lot of subscribers, or you can do what we've tried to do, which is which is balance that and make sure that we can allow the most amount of users on the network to get the best experience possible. And we, we do that by making difficult decisions in order not to sacrifice an acceptable broadband experience um and that's something that we have to we you know we continue to get better and better at um and it's it, it, it's something that subscribers you know educating subscribers and understand letting them understand that we're not holding anything back it's not like we have lots and lots of capacity and we are trying to make uh you know, we're trying to make people pay for more broadband it's that we're trying to make sure that we we have 600,000 subscribers today. We're trying to make sure that all 600,000 have a great have a great experience. Um, and, and with that comes just making sure that one guy can't use too much that would degrade the experience of his neighbors. Uh, so and that's and that's that's the difficult part with managing satellite broadband. Right. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, it's a difficult balancing act. So so I, I was wondering if you is there a, a little bit of a difference between uh, how how that traffic might look on a terrestrial network uh, versus a satellite network? There's there's really no difference in the sense that uh, terrestrial networks and satellite both have their limitations. Uh, and when when a terrestrial network is full and it's congested, you will see speeds degrade. When a satellite network is full and congested, you will speed, see speeds degrade. Um, we have different limitations for you know when when congestion is reached, but the same principle holds true. Okay, and Evan, can you talk just a little bit more about some of the things our customers can do on their end to help out with network performance? Yeah, I, I think the uh, it, we touched on this a little bit with the uh, planning ahead in terms of uh, in terms of downloading games and, and videos ahead of time. I think that's that's a big one, um, and the the other big one is that most people don't know, but when they watch um, when they watch streaming video, um, so be it uh, YouTube or Netflix or anything, they, they do have the ability to change what the video resolution is. And that video resolution has a direct impact on the amount of data that's being used. So if you are watching Netflix in, uh, in 4K, that is using a lot more data than if you are watching it in 720p, for example. And so simple changes like that um, 
that many people, and I'd say the majority of people, depending on your TV, would not even notice the difference between those. Simple changes like that will help you get a lot more usage out of the broadband over the course of a, a, any given month. Um, and so we try, again, going to the blog, we try to give those tips and tricks to, to folks so that they arm themselves with the tools to go and make those simple changes. Right. And we do touch on a lot of those topics on the blog. We also have a, a knowledge base where people can can find articles, uh, you know, about their service. And, you know, one of the things that uh, people can also do is just kind of keep an eye on how many people are actually on their home network. So if you've got, you know, three kids, you know, all on their tablets and somebody else streaming video, then, you know, it may be hard for you to do that Zoom chat, right? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, you know, uh, if, if you were to uh, sit down and, uh, and speak with one of our customer care uh, representatives. Um, they get calls all the time and say, "Hey, my, you know, I haven't used broadband at all, and I'm seeing a little bit slower speeds. You know, what's going on?" And um, after some investigation by our customer care agent, we'll find out that, you know, one of their kids is probably, you know, is watching Netflix uh, day and night in the bedroom on a, you know, on an iPad, and um, they didn't know it. And so, you know, making sure—that's just an example—but making sure that the whole family understands these these things and everybody's operating uh in a way that that maximizes the amount of usage you get out of your broadband throughout the you know throughout a given month is 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 good practice so what has the covid19 crisis told us about our network and our customers and you know sometimes there's a silver lining to some of these things where you you get some learnings that you may not have uh, seen otherwise and so what does the future look like for uh, internet delivered over over satellite uh, in light of all this uh, you know, this has been and continues to be an unsettling and unnerving time in the world, but but we're really excited to be part of the solution. And this, I think, unlike any other time in Biosat's history, we've always felt as though we were we were there to provide a great service to people uh, who, in the past, did not have an option. They were truly unconnected from uh, from, from, from their friends and family and society. And so we've offered in that ability, but now being able to do things like offer people, um, telemedicine and e-health solutions, um, to people in rural areas that otherwise can't get to, uh, to a doctor easily, um, to offer, um, schooling from home because, uh, you know, we've had many superintendents across the country contact us and say, please help. We have lots of students that have to work from home, uh, at school from home, and they are, are not able to do so because they don't have an, uh, an internet option. We've stepped up um, in, in helping provide that. Um, and, and, and same with work. We're, we're allowing um, much of this country to continue to receive a paycheck um, because they're able to continue to work from home through, through our connectivity. And so I think that, that makes us feel, feel as though we're doing uh, – we're, we're bringing a lot of good uh, to this country in this time of crisis. So that's been a positive. So um, is it fair to say also that, you know, some of these learnings uh, will extend to that, that global uh, presence that we'll have in, in many other countries where those kinds of services are, are very desperately needed? Yeah, a- absolutely. So I think, I, I think uh, you know, we focused mostly on the U.S. in this conversation, but in Spain, you know, there's an immediate spike in sales. We, you know, we said publicly that we, you know, we saw in Spain a 35% spike in sales um, in the first week when that country went on lockdown um, because everybody's having to work on work from home. We now provide service in Mexico and Brazil and, uh, and growing country by country. Um, and the more countries that we're able to roll out to, the more good we'll be able to do to make sure so that, uh, so that more and more people um, can feel connected in times of crisis like this.
All right. Well, Evan Dixon, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us on the podcast today. Uh, I know it's a, it's a challenging time, but uh, I think, you know, bias that's up to it. And, and hopefully the next time we talk, we can, we can do it in person. I think a lot of people are hoping that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Alex. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Viasat Podcast. If you know someone you think would be interested in what you've heard on this episode, please share. You can always find the latest episode on our blog at corpblog.viasat.com. And you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, just about anywhere you get your podcasts. Podcasts.